Hi, friends, and thanks for downloading today's From the Top podcast. I'm your host, Peter Dugan, here to remind you that From the Top is a small, independent, nonprofit organization. If you like what you hear today, please consider making a contribution to our efforts at fromthetop.org. Thanks, everyone, and enjoy the show. From NPR, it's From the Top, celebrating the power of music in the hands of America's kids. Here's our host, pianist Peter Dugan. And here's my co-host, Joanne Robinson. Joanne, it's such an honor to be co-hosting with you today. Oh, it's such an honor for me, Peter. Today's show is an extremely important and august occasion because it's an all-out, very unsober celebration of From the Top's announcer, the woman with me right now, the unparalleled Joanne Robinson. Joanne, how long have you been the announcer for From the Top? Oh, gosh, at least 20 years. 20 incredible years. Including the year when I came on the show. I know! As a teenager. So, yeah, we're talking, I, I think it's easily over 370 shows of you announcing. Uh, okay, stop saying numbers. I'm feeling really, really old right now. <laughs> okay, sorry, Joanne. <laughs> so, here's what we're going to do. This program is going to both celebrate some of your great moments as announcer of From the Top, especially your hysterical contribution to From the Top skits and humorous segments over the years, but also, we've asked you to choose some of the performances by young artists that have just stuck with you and stayed with you over the years so that we can present those today. Are you ready for this, Ms. Robinson? I am so ready. This is going to be fun. It sure is. So naturally, because this is all about you, we're going to start with music of the tuba. Naturally. But it's not just any tuba playing, right? This is true. This is one of the absolute best players in the country. Carol Yonch, who went on to become the principal tuba player of the Philadelphia Orchestra, and she was the first female tuba player in a major symphony orchestra. That's big stuff. It sure is. And we got to hear her when she was just a teenager. And I got to say, the way she plays this piece, it sounds richer than the most sumptuous French horn. This is Carol Yonch as a teenager when she came on from the top in 2002. Here she is performing Estrellita by Manuel Ponce, arranged by Patrick Sheridan, with Christopher O'Reilly at the piano.
We heard tubist Carol Jansch, who was 18 years old at the time, perform Estrellita by Manuel Ponce with Christopher O'Reilly at the piano. This is Peter Dugan here, along with my co-host for today, From the Top announcer, Joanne Robinson. And Joanne, I can see why you love that performance. Her sound is so warm. It's like being underneath the coziest blanket in the world. Right? Isn't it? It's so warm. I would say it's luxurious. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, it's really special. And today's program is also about celebrating your own voice, Joanne, and your contributions to From the Top. And in Carol's case, you delivered an absolutely hysterical fake advertisement related to a problem in her life. Can you set this up for us before we hear it? Yes. So in her interview, Carol described how she pretty much loved everything about the tuba, except for one thing. After practicing for like an hour or two, she'd always get this red ring around her mouth, you know, from irritation from the effort and pressure of playing the instrument. And she hated that. So we came up with a suggestion for her. Trying to take those rings away. You better be buying Otter butter. My daughter... She's so special to me. And boy, you should hear her blow a tuba. But lately, she's become so sensitive about her tuba playing. After practicing, she won't even go outside because of... Ring around the embouchure. Ring around the embouchure. Those dirty rings. You try lotions, you try creams, you try all the remedies they've got out there. For humans... But still you get... Ring around the embouchure. What's a mother to do? Well, Mrs. Baxter, have I got news for you. Why, it's Haley, the little farm girl from next door. (laughs) Mrs. Baxter, the solution can't be found at the drugstore. It can't? No, Mrs. Baxter. You'll have to go to the local farm store for this little miracle. It's called Utter Butter. Did you say Utter Butter? That's right, Utter Butter. It's a teat dip that's just perfect for your teenager's face. Just slather it on before and after practicing and watch them smile with the peace of mind of a bovine. Trying to take those rings away. You better be buying honor butter. Oh, it's just too good, Joanne. It's just, it's perfect. <laughs> well, uh, that skit, of course, stars Haley Goldbach, who was our teenage roving reporter back then. Shout out to Haley Goldbach, my old friend. And singing the jingle was a teenage mezzo who was on the program, Abigail Shoup. It's it's just brilliant. And speaking of vocalists, by the way, our next Joanne Robinson selection features the superb baritone Jared Lentz. And he's another performer that You made a rather hysterical effort to help, Joanne. But before we hear that, let's hear Jared's wonderful voice. He was 18 in 2002 when he came on the program. He was from Palmyra, Pennsylvania. And here he is on that program singing Bright is the Ring of Words and The Vagabond from Songs of Travel by Rafe Vaughn Williams with Christopher O'Reilly at the piano. Bright is the ring of words When the right man rings them 
life I love, let the lave go by me. Give the jolly heaven above, and the byway nigh me. Bed in the bush with stars to see, bread I dip in the soon or late, let what will be o'er me. Give the face of earth around, and the road before me. Wealth I seek not, hope nor love, nor a friend to
Let the blow fall soon or late. Let what will be more be. Give the face of earth around and the road before me. Wealth I ask not, hope nor love, nor a friend to know me. Jared Lentz, who was 18 at the time of that recording, sang Bright is the Ring of Words and The Vagabond from Songs of Travel by Rafe Vaughn Williams. Christopher O'Reilly played piano. And I love that performance. Joanne, thanks for sharing that with me. I just found his voice to be so tender, and he really brought so much color and character to those songs. I completely agree. It was that piece that made me fall in love with Vaughn Williams, actually. Um, I loved his performance. He was such a good actor, too, and so fun to work with. And you should know he went on to do a ton of musical theater, and he performed internationally, and he also does voiceovers. Well, we're going to hear a little bit more of his acting chops in a second. This is Peter Dugan, and today's show is highlighting the wonderful skits, narrations, and contributions that our longtime announcer, Joanne Robinson, has made to the program over the years. And Joanne, when it came to Jared, the singer we just heard, your contribution was to offer him psychotherapy. Am I correct? Yes, you are. And um, admittedly, it was a bit reckless, given I'm unlicensed, but yes, you're (laughs) correct. Right. You did this through a quack psychologist character you developed named appropriately Dr. Robinson. I love this skit. And again, we have teenage roving reporter Haley Goldbach appearing with you. Give us a little bit of the context as it relates to Jared Lentz here, Joanne. Okay. So like so many from the top young'uns, Jared on the show complained that Every time he tried to talk about his interest in classical music to his high school friends, the other kids would zone out and think it was weird, Mm -hmm. and he'd feel like this outcast. Right. So it was suggested that he make a visit to Dr. Robinson's office. Come on in, Jared. I've been expecting you. Why don't you lie down? Sorry I'm late, Dr. Robinson. I was on a national radio show. I know. I was listening. Make yourself comfortable, Jared. Now then, when we left off last time, you were telling me you were having trouble... How did you put it? I, I was having trouble fitting in. Ah, fitting in. Hmm. And that's important to you. Of course. Of course it is, Dr. Robinson. I'm 17 years old. Fitting in is very important when you're 17. A very strong statement, Jared. I can support that. (laughs) So, Jared, tell me, in what ways don't you fit in? Well, at parties, when I talk about music, I just bomb. Mm. Tell me more. (laughs) Hi, I'm Jared. Oh, hi, Jared. I'm Wendy. These are my friends Mark and Dave. We were talking about the football game. Yo, dude. Were you there? Actually, I was at an oratorio rehearsal. Dude, you at an auditorium, dude? 
Uh, yeah, you bet. You're like in an opera? Oh, yeah. And we're doing Elijah by Mendelssohn. I mean, you can just imagine what we're facing. At music rehearsal today, I'm working on this little aria, right? And there's some passages where I actually have to reach for a high F. And I'm like, you want all that bel canto? <laughs> I mean, I may have decent diaphragmatic control, but I'm no Thomas Hampson. Anyway, I work with different placements, see? Real nasal, deep in the chest, in the mask, and projecting into the scalp, you know, that, that sort of thing. Well, hey, does anybody want to play my millennium edition of Name That Pre-Baroque Tune? <laughs> no, really, I, it's got the light-up board and a mini Monteverdi hologram. <laughs> what's, what's wrong? Wendy? Guys? Why are you all staring at me? The course of therapy is clear. It is, doctor? You just need to learn how to talk football. I do? You don't need to watch the game. You don't even need to like football. You just need to talk like you do, and your problem will be solved. If you say so. Now then, there are only three things that you need to know to say about football to transform your social skills. Okay. Now listen closely, Jared. Number one. Heck, my sister can run better than that backfield. All right, I think I can remember that. Good. Number two. Roughing the passer. Come on, he never touched him. Got it? Um, roughing, roughing the passer? G yeah, got it. And finally, darn it. Missed that play. I was in the kitchen making a sandwich. <laughs> that, that's easy. Thanks, Dr. Robinson. I'll try this out. Very good. Time's up. Hi, I'm Jared. Oh, hi, Jared. I'm Wendy. Did you see the game? Oh, yeah, great. But heck, my sister can run better than that backfield. Dude, <laughs> I know. They stunk. Dude, did you check out that bum car just before the half, dude? Roughing the passer? Come on, dude, he never touched him. Dude, that loser ref was out to lunch. But dude, how about that ugly tight end Smith? Surprisingly good hands, huh, dude? Darn it, missed that play. I was in the kitchen making a sandwich. Dude, man, you gotta keep up with your munchies when you watch football, dude. No kidding, dude. <laughs> Wendy. Wendy, what's wrong? Why are you staring at me? Well, gee, Jared, I thought you were different than all those other guys, but I see you're just the same. Wendy, Wendy, wait, where are you going? For over 15 years, from the Top and the Jack Kent Cooke Foundation have awarded over $3 million in scholarships to talented young musicians who have financial need. We still have more to give. Go to fromthetop.org to learn more. Peter! Joanne, are you ready for a return of the superhero Viola Man? Viola Man? Hmm. 
I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, the staff insisted that we feature one of your great viola man moments, and this one focuses on a young violist named Alex Peterson from a piano quintet that appeared on the program back in 2004. We're going to hear Alex perform first with his superb quintet, a group that called themselves the Harbison Quintet because they came on the show to play a piece by the great American composer John Harbison. The quintet includes pianist Lisa Ra, cellist Jacqueline Choi, violist Alex Peterson, and violinists Hong Ji Kim and Sarah Koenig-Planskier, all teenagers studying at the Walnut Hill School for the Arts near Boston. From John Harbison's piano quintet, they're playing Movement 2, Capriccio, and Movement 4, Borletta.
The Harbison Quintet, teenagers studying at the Walnut Hill School near Boston, Massachusetts, performed the second and fourth movements of the piano quintet by John Harbison, a scintillating, energetic performance and a serious accomplishment for teenagers to play such challenging music. Peter Dugan here, along with the woman we're honoring on today's show, it's announcer Joanne Robinson. And Joanne, how about the violist in that group? Well, he was fabulous, as all violists are. As all violists are. You know, the young violist in that group actually helped launch from the top's famous series, Viola Man. Why was that, Joanne? Well, his name is Alex Peterson, and like so many violists, he had had it up to here with all those dumb viola jokes, and he told us he wanted to make it part of his professional goal as a musician to bring the viola a bit more dignity. Yeah, and so From the Top decided to support that vision wholeheartedly. We sure did. Yes, it's time for another exciting episode of The Adventures of Viola Man. We take you to an orchestra rehearsal at a high school somewhere near Boston. Okay, kids, let's get started. Sarah, I want you to be concertmaster today. Gee, thanks. Don't thank me. All your hard work on that gorgeous violin is paying off. By the way, have you heard back from Juilliard yet? Not yet. Well, not to worry, my dear. Not to worry. Miss Birdbeth? Um, Miss Birdbeth? What is it, Andrew? It's Alex Miss Birdbeth, not Andrew. What's on your mind, my boy? Well, I know you had good reasons to switch me from violin to viola, but... Well, I don't know. Speak your piece, lad. We got some rehearsing to do here. Well, it just seems like such a personal failure. Like, I'm switching because I can't cut it on the violin. Well, Alex, actually... (laughs) Miss Birdbath, what's that? A bad draft? No, look, up in the sky. Sky? What sky? It's a bird. Too fat to be a bird. It's a plane. Planes don't wear tights. It's Viola Man! Are you all right, Viola Man? Of course I'm all right, Ms. Birdbath. I'm Viola Man! Now, Alex, switching to the viola is not a failure. Just listen to this. Ah, try getting that sound on one of those screechy violins. Yeah, I guess you're right. Of course I'm right. I said it before. I'm Viola Man! Um, Miss Birdbath? Yes, Sarah? Could I switch to the viola, too? I guess my work here is done. Thanks, Viola Man. Yeah, thanks. Goodbye! I may sound a lot like Viola Man, but I'm not. I'm the announcer. Join us next time for more Adventures of Viola Man. (laughs) 
9 out of 10 young musicians recommend watching Daily Joy videos every day to significantly improve the quality of one's life. These Daily Joy videos feature beautiful music performances by young artists, and you can sign up for the fun at fromthetop.org. Support for NPR comes from this station and from the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism, offering visitors information about the arts, culture, and history of Boston. The journey begins at visitma.com. From the Jack Kent Cooke Foundation, providing scholarships to high-achieving students with financial need, jkcf.org. And from the John S. and James L. Knight Foundation, helping NPR advance journalistic excellence in the digital age. From NPR, it's From the Top, celebrating the power of music in the hands of America's kids. Coming up, the violin virtuoso Joshua Bell joins teenagers on the show in a humorous reenactment of the summer camp experience. From the Top's host, pianist Peter Dugan, is sponsored by Susan and Gerald Slavitt. Thanks, Joanne. And today's highlights show, while not thanks enough, is at least a partial thank you to you, Joanne, for announcing the program for over 20 years. And Joanne, you chose the next performance from From the Top's archives. Would you please introduce what we're going to hear? Sure. We are going to hear a piece from the Philharmonica Joven de Colombia. That's the National Youth Orchestra of Colombia. And we met them when we went on a tour to Bogota. Mm. They were just incredible to work with. And we had a really fun moment at the end of the show where they danced with their instruments and got the whole audience dancing. And there were some really sacred and beautiful moments, too, mm. like this one, when they performed a gorgeous excerpt from the masterpiece Death and Transfiguration by Richard Strauss.
We heard the Philharmonica Joven de Colombia under the baton of Luis Guillermo Vicaria perform music from Death and Transfiguration by Richard Strauss. The young performers on our show are so impressive. Sometimes you've just got to see it to believe it. And that's pretty easy to do, actually. Just go to fromthetop.org and check out all the fun video we put out every week. Not only do we have photos and video of our young players making radio with us, we've got our Daily Joy video series, virtual concerts, raucous pop music covers, and more. That's at fromthetop.org. And the lovely voice you all just heard is that of our announcer, Joanne Robinson. I'm Peter Dugan, and Joanne has joined me today for a program that's celebrating her 20-plus year tenure announcing this show. And Joanne, we chose our next performers because they are playing one of your personal favorite pieces. And I believe it's your favorite performance of this piece from our archives. Will you introduce it? Yes, I would be happy to. This is the Presto Movement of Café Music by Paul Schoenfeld, and this is the AYM Piano Trio playing it. Now, they were all teenagers at the time, of course, and they were all students at Midwest Young Artists in the Chicago area. We've got violinist Sean Moore, cellist Chris Trigg, and pianist Samuel Cormier-Rejima.
The AYM piano trio, teenagers from the Chicago area, performed the presto from Paul Schoenfeld's Cafe Music. Peter Dugan here along with our announcer, Joanne Robinson. And Joanne, they gave that completely smashing performance that we just heard at a show recorded in New York City. And it was a show that also featured a very special guest artist by the name of... Joshua Bell. Exactly, our good friend and violin virtuoso, Joshua Bell. And correct me if I'm wrong, but when it was discovered that Joshua Bell went to the same music camp as the violinist in that young trio, Sean Moore, uh, you decided to have a little fun with that. What's the story there? Right. The music camp in question is called the Meadowmount School of Music. It's in rural northern Vermont, and it's a place with a reputation for being really hardcore in terms of how hard you work at music. Yeah, I've been told for years by people who've gone there how they make you practice for, I believe, no less than five hours a day. And not only that, but they're monitoring the practice rooms to make sure that you do it. You know, they're enforcing it. Exactly, exactly. And tons of From the Top kids have gone there specifically because they want to boot camp. Right. So... Anyhow, the young violinist in that trio, Sean Moore, was given a nickname at Meadowmount, the Master of Mischief. (laughs) I guess because he was a bit of a troublemaker. So, along with Joshua Bell, we came up with the following movie trailer. Columbia Pictures and TriStar Entertainment present Cell Block A440. Roughest, meanest music camp in all of America. This is the cell block where nightmares are made. And parents who think they're sending little Billy to study classical music in the sweet country air don't realize that they're sending him straight into the jaws of hell. Hey, Belle. Yo, Belle. Is that you next door? Yeah, it's, it's me. Is that you, Moore? Yeah. Hey, hey, Belle, man, how can you keep practicing like that? My fingers are bleeding, man. I just can't take it anymore. Look, Moore, just suck in your gut. Just four more hours today. I, I can't do it, man. I gotta get out of here. No, Moore, not again. Last time they made you play the Paganini Caprice number 24 hanging upside down by your heels till you screamed for mercy. Don't you remember? Yeah, well, this time they have to catch me, you know, I mean. And, and guess what? I've been digging a tunnel at night with my chin rest tightener, Belle. Hey, you could come with me. (laughs) No, no, no way more. I'd rather take my chances on the inside than face conservatory auditions out there. (laughs) Okay, fine, have it your way. But I'm crawling my way to musical freedom. Who busted out? I bet it was Moore again. That poor deluded kid. They must have caught him already. Shh, shh, Maestro O'Reilly's coming. Man, that didn't take long. Get back in that cell, you scum. I'd like to throw you into this practice room and watch you try to wrestle with Ravel for five hours. What are you doing? Don't be an idiot. Perhaps you'd like to spend another night in the Schnitka shed? Would you like that, son? The Schnitka shed. No, sir, not the Schnitka shed. But I think you need another night in the Schnitka shed. A slow water drip and terrifying atonal avant-garde pastiche. No, no, please, sir, no. He can't can't handle another night in the Schnitka shed, sure. (laughs) It'll finish him off this time. (laughs) Cell block A440. From the producers of Violist on Elm Street. Coming this fall.
<laughs> not the schnitke shed. Anything the schnitke but the schnitke shed. <laughs> this is Peter Dugan. And today, all show long, we've been celebrating Joanne Robinson, our beloved longtime announcer. Joanne, this has been an utter, <laughs> an utter blast. <laughs> Call back there to utter butter to for utter those butter. of you who've been listening to the whole program. You know, listening to these segments featuring you, Joanne, and chosen by you, it's just been a joy. Thank you so much. Oh, it's been such a joy for me, Peter, and such a joy doing this with you. Just wonderful. Well, thank you for being an inspiration to me, you know, all the way when I was a kid on the show at 18, and, and to all from the top staff and all the young performers who've enjoyed working with you and have always just felt so welcomed by you and your warm spirit. It, you're, oh. you're the best. Oh, thank you so much, Peter. It has been such an incredible joy for me, and... um such an honor to share the stage with so many incredible young people. Really, one of the greatest joys of my life. Well, we're going to go out of today's show now with a performance by a pianist that you selected from our archives. Will you do the honors and introduce it? Yes, this is Colton Peltier, 14 at the time of the recording, playing Mephisto Waltz, number one, by Franz Liszt. And before we say goodbye, I want to thank all of you for listening. This is pianist Peter Dugan. Please join me next week, and we'll take it from the top.
From the Top is produced by Tim Banker and music director Megan Swan. Sound design and editing by John Escobar. Our production coordinator is Amanda Roth. From the Top's executive director is Gretchen Nielsen. I'm Joanne Robinson. The archival recordings on this program were co-written and produced by senior producer Tom Vagley, and the technical director was Barrett Willett. From the Top is an independent nonprofit organization based in Boston. If you'd like to appear in our program, apply online at fromthetop.org. From the Top is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, on the web at arts.gov. Support for NPR comes from this station and from Senior Helpers, providing families with personalized in-home care for seniors and those living with Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's, committed to helping loved ones remain safe and independent at home, at SeniorHelpers.com. And from the Doris Duke Charitable Foundation, which aims to support the well-being of people and the planet for a more creative, equitable, and sustainable future. And from listeners like you who donate to this NPR station. Thanks for listening to our podcast. You know, while From the Top is distributed by NPR, it isn't owned by NPR. It's an independent nonprofit, and so we have to do our own fundraising to make it happen. Please consider making a donation to our ongoing entertainment and education programs at FromTheTop.org.